Hello, Dean Bulldog Richie. How are you? Yeah, good morning, men. Interesting day, Loz. The dream is alive, What Bulldog? are you blokes laughing about? The dream is, it is fair alive. fair to say there could be a first ever England kangaroos test in June? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had one in uh, Parks. We had one in Parks, exactly. yeah. well, Take it to friends. the bush, Loz. Yeah. Yeah. Take it to the people. It's an option. It's an option, Dean. And I'll put that to the members. <laughs> With you, what members? <laughs> <The> board members. <laughs> right. Okay. How many board members board are there? Uh, there's about nine. 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 Okay. You know what? In the fair dinkum stakes, we yeah. G him up. Yeah. And mm. I love G'ing up Laurie more than anybody in this planet. Mm. But international rugby league is incredibly important. 25, 30, 40 years ago, Laurie, it was the main jersey you aspired to. Yeah. Origin has now taken that. Let's be honest. You aspire to play for the Blues more than the Kangaroos. Whether that be right or wrong is up to the individual. Mm. But we have to foster international rugby league, particularly with the emergence of the Pacific Nations. But how? We now have, but we now have more teams in, to pick from. How do you fit it all in, board? Like, again, you can, like, I think it's a great appointment. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not disputing it, but that's my question to Loz as well. Where's, it just seems like there's so much football already. How do we, there's only so much time. Well, post-season, that's the only yeah. legitimate time yeah, that's what to Lose put these tournaments in. Yeah. There is, yeah. isn't any other time to do it. Yeah. No, and, and that's the thing, Bulldog too, isn't it? You know, why you'd love to see but are you gonna tours get your best coming players, back mid, mid-year and all that type of stuff. It's just not going to happen. Are you going to get your best players end of season? How many people are injured or you've you got to have surgery at some stage? Like, are we going to get to see? Because I think that's the, it's the shop front window for every sport, the best players playing. And... I, I'd hate to see any sport play, representing your country isn't the pinnacle, isn't your number one. So I, I agree. I think we've got to find a way to for every player to, to that, see it like that. That's up to the coaches too, Clarkie. They have yeah, to of buy into this of and say to their players, yes, I want you to play. Yeah, of course. Rather than saying, quietly behind their hand, can you pull out because I don't want to risk you. Yeah, club first. Club yeah, first. I and I get... That theory as well. Yeah, everyone's jumping sure. into the life raft, to be honest with you. Yeah. But everyone's got to buy in if we're going to make international rugby league strong again. And I'm not saying it's not strong. We've had some great tests in recent years. And the Pacific tests with uh, Tonga and, and Samoa, Samoa yeah. the colour, the atmosphere, the excitement there has given rugby league a real uh, injection. You throw in there uh, England, France obviously need to be boosted up. There's a core there mm. that can take it to another level. I'm just worried about the management of it all. <laughs> now. <laughs> well, don't be. Okay. I'm here to save us. It's in good hands. Proud green and gold. <laughs> a jersey of Churchill, Raper, uh, Langlands. Anyway. Now in the hands of Lurry. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> anyway, let's get on to it. Right. Thank you for your support, dude. Yeah. Pleasure. Jared Weirah Hargraves. I was going to bring yes. that up first, if you don't mind, yeah, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, announced his retirement. Yet. He's 35. Ah, what a player. I think it was ah. in- inevitable. I was thinking about this last night, Mido. Where would he fit in to the greatest ever prop forwards in the Roosters' history? And, of course, it goes back to 1908. The three names when I was just pottering around Google last night were clearly number one, Arthur Beetson. Arthur, yeah. Uh, there's a player who we all know called Ray Steer, who played in the 20s, 30s and 40s, always been renowned as a Roosters legend. And I'll even throw in there a little bit of a smoky from the 2000s, Adrian Morley. I think Moz was one of the great props of that era. So where does Jared fit in there, guys? I'd, I'd have him in the top three, top four of all time, in my 
humble opinion. He's done a lot in the game. He's won premierships. Yeah, no. He's fierce. He's aggressive. Well, perhaps you, overly aggressive sometimes. Yeah, you, you can't say that he wouldn't be in the top five. Um, I'm just thinking off the top of my head here now with some of those Roosters front rowers in the 70s when they went back to back. Yeah, I looked at those lorry guys Royce? like a Grand Hedger no, was in Hedger. there. Royce was more 80s, wasn't he? Royce yeah. Yeah. A, a Grand Hedger and Ian Mackay, some old blasts yep. from the past, but... Terrific workers, real Jack Gibson yep. players of that era, got through their work, but I wouldn't put them in that all-time great category, mm, with no. all due respect. Royce Aleph, yep. legend, he played But then Australia. they went through that period where they didn't have a lot of success, didn't they, the Roosters? So that was the 80s, 90s. So, yeah, you're, you're possibly right. It most would be definitely in the top five, and Jared would definitely be in the top five as well. Yeah. So it's a wonderful legacy he'll leave mm. as um, not only a wonderful player, but in terms of his club, I would suggest in the top five, if not top three of all time. So he's got to play 15 games to overtake Mitch Orbison's club record. He's played 292 games for the Roosters. Orbison played 306. And, of course, he's suspended for Vegas. So back in round two and would play his 300th NRL game. Remember, he played six games for Manly. I think that was in 2009 to start his career. So he would play, I think it's Souths, ironically enough. In round three for his 300th game. Um, yeah, what a career uh, he has had there and likely to head probably to the Super League maybe at the end of the season. Jared Rea Hargreaves. Okay, the Bulldogs, we uh, spoke about it very early this morning, uh, but been fascinated to see when they sort of put their full-strength team out there, who would play where. And we got an indication of that when they put their team out for the trial against the Sharks on Friday night at Belmore. Yeah, I won't dwell on it too much. You guys have touched on it already, but I was a bit surprised, Loz. I would have thought uh, Crichton was a walk-up fullback for the Bulldogs, but he's been picked in the centres, uh, which indicates quite that. Sorrell was looking at him as a centre. Were you surprised? Uh, I thought he may have been given an opportunity there at fullback because I thought that's what they bought him for. But once they started to get Blake Taff into the system, Connor Tracy, Bronson Sherry, you've got all these new recruits that you've got to fit them in somewhere and you've got to make the decision what is best for your squad. And I I don't know whether uh, Crichton will start the year as a centre, but I'm like you. I think that that's a pointer to where he's going to start because he's been selected there in this trial. I think personally it's a good fit. I think it looks a stronger team when he's in the centres because Blake Taff, I think, needs to be in the squad. You've still got Connor Tracy to come back into that back line. You've still got Jacob Carraz to come back into the back line. So they've got some depth and real strike there now. There was always that suggestion, though, that Crichton went there because he wanted to play fullback. That Didn't was they the pay position fullback he's... money, Bulldog? Sorry? Didn't they pay him fullback they paid money? Him big money. Big yeah. money. Mm. At Penrith, obviously, Clarkie, he wouldn't get that position because of Dylan Edwards. Yeah, so the theory was he can get big money, fullback money, as you say, and go to Belmore. But he's, look, he's it's so all about the, the, the team yeah. and the mechanics of the side. And if they think Crichton's a better do you, uh, like, do, When you look at that team, do, do you think it's a stronger team Absolutely. when you look at it with Crichton as a centre? I, I, I do. Because oh, I think you've got to have Taff in there. And he spoke well. I heard him speak yesterday. And, mate, he sounds extremely happy at the Dogs. Mm. So I'd imagine he's not finding out he's playing in the centres today. He'd he'd know where he's playing. And he sounded extremely positive about him personally and the club when he spoke yesterday. Things can change quite quickly. So Blake Taft comes out and 
doesn't play well this weekend, they might go, well, oh, you know, he's more of a 14 for us than 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 a starter. So we'll, we'll put Crichton back. And, and that's the thing with a guy like Steve Crichton. I think you could put him back to fullback and it won't take him long to adjust. Viliami Kickout named on that side too after a disrupted year last year through injury. So the dogs are really starting to take shape, aren't they, Loz? I just think they're a few forwards short. I think they get a few injuries, but their back line is certainly starting to come together. Um, What's a realistic finishing position for the Bulldogs? If you take away the hype, you take away expectation among their own fans, what's realistic? And what do you think they'd walk away from happy with the season? I'm thinking if they can get eight-plus wins... Eight plus wins. That's a that's a good season. I reckon they'll get that. So that's not finals footy, clearly. No, well short. No, I, I I won't have them in my eight. I haven't done my eight yet, but I'll, I won't have them in my eight. Will you? No, no, mm. no. I, I, and I think that's the thing. You've got to tamper the expectation too. Mm. I, I I don't see that as a team that's going to play finals footy this year and you know, or win a final. But I see them being better than what they were last year, just through the number of players that they've recruited and brought to the club, which will make a difference. You know, 2024 is the 20th anniversary of Canterbury's last premiership. Mm. Can you believe that? One of the greatest mm. club sides in rugby league history haven't won in 20 years. And there's no blame at any particular person for that. It's just been a, time, isn't it? a, a, a long sequence of failure. And I can understand fully why Dogs fans are getting yeah, more restless sure. every year. How's Dom Young travelling, Bulldog? Uh, at the moment, Clarkie, it looks like he's going in for surgery. Oh, um, really? It's not major surgery, and I don't say that flippantly because anything around the back of the neck not good. Is, mm. is clearly serious. It's ligament damage, okay. but the Roosters think if they can get him in early, get it done early, they think he'll be back by, say, round two, maybe round three. So if there is a silver lining, uh, it's not a long-term injury. Mm. I interviewed um, Toff Sipley yeah. yesterday, Clarkie. Gee, what an impressive young bloke. Yeah, it come, really, it come, really it, nice. It came across yeah, really well. Yeah, he spoke very yeah. well. Yeah, happy to speak to the media. Yeah. He, he was Good genuinely well. um, contrite. He was sorry. Yeah. And I thought, what a lovely young bloke. A real credit well, he didn't to, mean to, to do it. Of course he didn't. That, that, that was just an accident. And I, and I understand why he's been suspended. And I, and I get all that. Because we're cracking down on, on those type of tackles. But watching it, there was no malice involved in that whatsoever, from from my point of view when I looked at it. I spoke to a player a couple of weeks ago, Loz. I won't give him up because it was just an off-the-record chat. And he said, I'm terrified now with every tackle because there's two and three in a tackle and I don't know where to put my body with these crusher tackles. Mm. You get twisted and you get mauled and you get prodded and you get pushed and you end up at all these odd mm. positions. If you've got four players in there, including the attacking player, you've probably got... 450 kilos rolling around on the gra- on yeah. the grass, well, the and you one, get into these positions. Well, well, the hard one is because you know when you when you're getting tackled, you, you're getting taught to sort of roll out of position too. You know to to find your front, so you can get on the ground and play the ball. Once you roll, if you're in an upright position and you get your back towards a defender, you put yourself in that position of a crusher because the, the the tackler is there. You've rolled. You've got your head in his, yeah, okay. in his chest. Once you're coming down, it's hard what do you, as a what defender. Do you, do, you have, do you just let go as a defender? Well, what you're you going to have to learn yeah, to not you, come down and put pressure on. That's yeah. what you're going to have to learn. But it might not be your call, Loz, in terms of you might go in with every intention and it's all about angles, yeah. but you might get pushed at another angle because yeah, some other blokes exactly come right. in on But you can't on a drop your angle. weight on him. If, mm. once, if you realise you've got your 
chest on his head or back of his his, his head, you've, you've got to be careful not to drop all your weight. Easier said than done. Yeah. Easier said than done. Now, you're going over and staying with the Roosters, is that right? Yes, I'm leaving tomorrow. Oh, so you're on the Dreamliner. Uh, no, I'm not on the Dreamliner. <laughs> well, I'm, going, I'm going Delta. What if they've got a Dreamliner? Delta Charlie Bravo. You're not yeah. going Delta. Right. I'm going Delta. Well, I'm going on the Dreamliner. Oh, oh. I flew Delta in November. Oh, and how was it? You still haven't recovered. You know what? It was really weird. I did you, still, you, you still haven't recovered. I was underwhelmed. You know, I'm on the Dreamliner. <laughs> I've got to start at the Dreamliner. You're on the Dreamliner? Yeah, well, I've got to oh. work when I get there. So, Mr. So I'll be, I'll be fresher. I'll be, no, I'll be fresher when I get there. Get on oh, board. I'll be no fresher when lag. I get there. No jet lag. You're two foot taller. Mate, I'll be so stretching. You're on the Dreamliner. <laughs> I'll be doing a oh, Zumba a, class no, on board. There's a, gym. <laughs> there's a gym on board. You'll be fine. Shower, I'll be up there zumbering yeah. away. So you are going the Dreamliner. <laughs> Pilates. Yeah, Pilates. Mate, it's got everything. Yoga. Mate, the roosters. I'll be hard to beat. Good money to see you do a Zumba class. Oh, dear. Aerobics. I can see Loz doing aerobics. I just thought you might have been on that Dreamliner board. No. Mm. no. Makes you look prettier too when you get off. Oh, the... yeah. Do you get a facial? <laughs> I'll be Delta. Very impressive. What do you get on Delta? <laughs> what do you get? What do you mean? What do you Packet get? Packet of salt vinegar chips. <laughs> yeah. Compared to the Dreamliner. <laughs> well, it doesn't match the Dreamliner, but that's all right. Do you get a drink or you got to take your own? Mate, you know what? I'm a bit more humble <laughs> than about water? than you. I'm not on the IRB board anymore, okay? <laughs> Don't about what plane. Tell me what class you're flying. I'd say I'd be down the back. Economy. What do you mean you'd say? Have you got yeah, your ticket yeah, or no, not? You, have you got a passport? Can I give you up? Can I give you up? Can I give you up about yesterday when I rang you? No, I can't remember what I said, but you're not giving me up. <laughs> Everything's off the record. All right, all right. Loose lips sink ships. <laughs> what else we got? Are you, are you dirty that you didn't get the Dreamliner, the IRB, uh, the IRB, the International Rugby League Board story off it? No, he rang me, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. I did uh-huh. ring you. He did ring me. Yeah, he does look after me at yeah. times. But there's not much we could do with that one. No, we couldn't. It's not much of a story, is it? I told him he goes, yeah. Clarky, I didn't lose any sleep last night missing it. Could be in time if it goes this way. <laughs> Steep decline in international hey, I don't league. have bags under my eyes today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. You wrote a little heartwarming story about Mark Bosnich and our old mate Robbie Slater as well the yeah, other day. Yeah, I just thought I'd bring it up. Um, you know, I wrote it. It was on the back page yesterday and it's online at the Telegraph of... Um, Bozza having chest pains after mm. some gym sessions and he was doing some sprint work. Uh, two days in a row, it was just beneath his throat mm. and he thought he'd pulled a muscle. He was going to get uh, a massage and he spoke to Robbie and Robbie and Bozza had a quite a well-publicised feud, if that's the right word. Mm. And after two and a half years, they've patched things up and they're getting uh, back together. They're as happy as they can be as two friends. But Robbie, along with a couple of other people, including Bozza's um, Mum, Francis, said, please go and get a check. Mm. He got the check, and there were a couple of issues. Uh, they wow. did an angiogram, they did MRIs, x-rays, and he had to get a stent put in. Uh, and it all ends very well. He has claimed he was a ticking time bomb, and the potential is there for a heart attack within 12 to 18 months. So I'm just bringing that up this morning, just as a medical uh, reason to say, if anyone's out there at our age, we're all in our fifties, Clarky, you're not, mm. Mido, you're not, not but far away. Yeah, but yeah, just <laughs> on, keep, keep an eye on it. Right. Right. Hang on. We're all in our fifties. Oh, you're not. You're <laughs> not. Yeah. I was looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. Go and get no. checked out if yeah. you've got any chest pains. No, good I on you, train, I used to train at the same gym as Boz, and he loves his boxing. And Matt, he would do forty-five minutes, and there would be a puddle hmm. in the ring 
from sweat. Like, he trained the house down. So, my God, thank God he's gone and got that check because he, he, he was pushing himself as hard as anyone in the gym. He loves a cigar, Clarky. Oh, does he really? Yeah, I think the quack has told him. Get off him. Get off him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're not good for you. Yeah, okay, I didn't know that. So, anyway, it's a good ending. He's, good ha- man, he's happy boss, now. Yeah. He's healthy again, and uh, we've escaped what could have been something very intelligent. Very God, yeah. serious. Yeah. Good advice. Good advice. Very intelligent. Thank doctor. you. You know, got checked Thank you. last week. You know, yeah. went for a bit I've of got a, another check. Bit of an inside scan. Mm. He's all clear, too. All okay. Mm. Yeah, all good. For now. Edward, yeah. you go. That part of the body's all clear. <laughs> you're, you're pretty <laughs> regular yeah. with your checks, aren't you? With what? He's regular with his checkups. Yeah. Mate, I'm. Oh, mate, we know. Don't I'm worry, six yeah, we know, mate. Yeah. You get an itch. <laughs> yeah. You get an itch, and he's dying of something. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I got a sore leg. I got a sore leg, mate. It's going to go gangrene. They're going to cut it off. No, mate. Mm. It's a pimple. It's going to be okay. Ingrown hair. The dreamliner won't know what to... hit him when he starts <laughs> complaining about a rash and a sore neck and a sore arm. Safe travels. Uh, yeah, have a good Enjoy. trip. Thank Port you, troops. Have a good trip. Uh, it'll be a great experience, and um, I'll be in touch.